the aspect I noticed about the NFT space is, you know, I feel like charity is really lacking. We, I've, I've had many projects that donate $25,000 to charity. It's a 10,000 project and they make, I don't know, $2.53 million. And in my opinion, uh, I really want to change the mold. So that's why I've kind of launched Minting Miracles, have a collection which is really uh, charity-based. So your entire collection is uh, 3,000 in total. It, what made you decide to do a smaller collection as opposed to collections where people are doing like the 10,000 mint? Yeah, well, I think the main contributor to it is the NFT landscape itself. Um, right now, it's super hard to sell out of a 10,000 collection. You know, I want to go into something which can be realistically uh, sold out and can actually make a difference rather than going into something with a 10,000 collection. It doesn't sell out. When people uh, you know, know something won't sell out, they don't tend to buy because, you know, it, it doesn't motivate them to, you know, make that purchase, you know, make them in. And without people minting, we can't fulfill the roadmap. We can't make a real difference. So I feel like 3,000 is a realistic number. It's nice and small. I believe 0 0.06 ETH is like the magic mint price uh, for me. You know, it's, it doesn't, it's not too high. I don't think it's too low either. Yeah, myself personally, I, I do have a little bit more faith initially when I look at a project and they don't have just a static 10K number. I don't know. It, it's kind of a little off-putting to me, and I also have a thing against like no, no. Uh, whoever has a project like this, I'm sorry, but like when it's like eight, 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 seven, 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 seven. I don't know. It just <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just seems gimmicky to me. I, I don't know what it yeah. is. But. Yeah, we're a full uh, exactly three thousand. Awesome. Um, so the whitelist is closed on it, right? When does your pre-sale and your public sale start? Yep, the whitelist closed. Um, we have partnered with, we have done, I think there's, we've got about 300 people on the whitelist uh, from the Discord. We've also got 150 from another project called Fluffy Polar Bears. And the, the pre-sale, we are estimating it to start on the 22nd. Next Wednesday, we're aiming for at the moment. So you said the floor price is what, point, point zero six? Yeah, 0 0.06 is the mint price. Okay, what made you decide that that was going to be the price that you were going to start at? Yeah, um, I've been studying space for a while now, and I feel, you know, once you get into 0 0.07, 0 0.08, it aesthetically, you know, kind of feels quite, as quite a high number. I think I feel like 0, 0 0.06 in itself is just kind of a good number. I think 0 0.05 is too low. And when you really make the difference, uh, for 0 0.01 um, ETH, you know, above 0 0.05, you know, I, I think I add up something like 20,000, Odds extra, you know, and that's different. Zero one can make a real difference, you know, what your project can bring in and, you know, what your roadmap, you know, what you as a project can achieve. I think 0 0.06 for me is a is a really, is, is the magic number. How big is the team that you have working on this? Uh, how did you get in contact with them? And um, how are you guys working together? Is it, do you guys seem to mesh very well? Yeah, totally. See, you know, uh, a bit of a backstory on me uh, about, I don't know, early 2020, you know, I had a load of um, kind of shout-outs from, you know, all kinds of different people, you know, Anthony, Anthony Pompolino, you know, all kinds of people. I went on so many podcasts, you know, met so many wonderful people. Going to this project, you know, I wanted to really use those connections which I've made over the last year to, you know, create a project which really kind of um, has that experienced, uh, experienced team behind it. We've got a philanthropic advisor who's worked for the Gates Foundation for over eight years. My co-founder, Chris, he's been in finance for over 13 years and before he was in um, uh, baseball. So, you know, we've got a team and also on the team, we've got about four or five other people. We've also built up a quite a strong Turkish following as well. As I'm sure many people, you know, from our Discord here, 
you know, Turkish, you know, thanks to a, a collaboration we did with a fantastic project called Fluffy Polar Bears. We built up quite a substantial Turkish community. So you've got uh, some members from Turkey on the team as well. Turkish community is huge in cryptocurrency. And they, it is. They get overlooked a lot. They do. Um, Turkish. Yeah, the Turkish market. The, yeah, the Turkish market is huge. It's severely overlooked. Um, you know, by the NFT space in general. You know, we got a Turkish channel on our Discord server. Um, I do believe Turkey itself is su- super overlooked. You know, fluffy polar bears community is mostly Turkish. Over ten thousand collection. They sold that in like within minutes. I believe it was five minutes. You know, and we are really targeting you know the Turkish community. You know, they're absolutely phenomenal people. You know, they've been so passionate, so active on our Discord server. We have so much appreciation towards them and all our supporters. It's it's a very smart business move to go into go into areas like that. You know, a lot of people think of when they think crypto, they think either North America or they think Asia. But really, like when when you drill it it's down, Turkey. Turkey and like now, our a huge opportunity is going to be the African community, um, especially with. Uh, you know, gasless NFT marketplaces and the amount of artists down there, and there's going to be a there's going to be a big surge of artists that are going to be coming from like the African continent. So, um, yeah, kudos to you for having the business sense to go down there and um, actually reach out to people. Uh, did you have a Did you have a little bit of an issue as far as uh, language barrier? Yeah, we haven't had an issue with the language language barrier. You know, I've been using Google Translate a bit in our Turkish channel. You know, most of the Turkish community actually do speak English. Um, really well to be fair um you know without using google translate you know they're talking chat very much often you know you know i believe you know we absolutely love you know i absolutely love people the turkish community we've got they are absolutely fantastic people the amount of effort the amount they've created for us we've got this fantastic art contest going on at the moment inside our discord server they've created some most amazing art some people be drawing with their bare hands you know it's been absolutely amazing what they've kind of what they've kind of done was the phenomenal art which they've created and you know, most of the Turkish community do you know do speak English, you know, uh, on the Turkish site. You know, I try to be as active as I can with Google Translate and uh, help people um, who don't speak English. You know, I think it's more to cater for you know kind of everyone. And I believe the foreign, um, you know, I, there's a great mis- uh, misconception in the NFT market. And, you know, the whole market's just you know people who speak English. It's really not. It really is people in the Turkish and African community, which is going which is growing very strongly. And yeah, you know, I really appreciate you know all support of the project, and I really want to help as many people as I can. So I've been taking quite a, a role in the Turkish channel, you know, talking in Turkish, you know, helping people out. You know, so there's a whole community, you know, people more versed than us who are Turkish, who have been so kind and helping other um, members out who don't speak English, you know, answering their questions. We haven't really experienced any problems there so far. We've also got some Turkish community members, uh, team members. All right, good. So at least you at least you got your your basis covered. Um, congratulations! I saw that you guys just got listed on Rarity Tools. Um, so what's what's the process that a new a new person in the NFT space would have to go through in order to get listed on there? Uh, are there certain requirements that have to be met in order for you to qualify for Rarity Tools? Yeah, Rarity Tools. You know, it's notoriously difficult. There are people that I know, and you know, launch collections who can't get on Rarity Tools' upcoming page. You know, we put a lot of effort into getting onto Rarity Tools. For us, it's extremely important. Rarity Tools is one of the most recognisable, um, recognisable websites in the NFT space, and I've been on the twenty second to be on that homepage of the upcoming collection, seeing minting miracles. We believe will definitely help us sell some mints. You know, to go on Rarity Tools, uh, we did this massive Twitter raid on our Discord. 
Um, you know, we had over 150 likes and I believe it was like four, 140 retweets selling on those lines to get Rarity Tools' attention. You know, we had to keep we'll keep pestering them basically, keep following up. So yeah, it's a really good achievement for us, you know, to be able to list on the Rarity Tools upcoming page. You know, the whole team, you know, really happy we were able to get on the page. You know, I can only thank Rarity Tools for that. Yeah, so for people that aren't really aware, uh, for an NFT project getting listed on Rarity Tools, it's it's almost comparable to your cryptocurrency being listed on like coin market cap. It's a uh, it's a big deal. So it's, uh, that's that's very awesome that you were able to get on there. Um, do you? Uh, uh, so oh, all right, here we go. So with your with your NFTs that you're you're putting out, you're going to have it set up somewhat like a, a governance token where it would be weighted to holders to get uh, more votes incorporated based on their holdings. Um, how strong is your community and um, how trusting do you have to be in your community to launch a project like that? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, you know, I think we are not a DAO. I'll be very clear on that. We are definitely not a DAO, you know, um, by any kind of any means. You know, DAOs also come with extreme legal uh, complications, which I've been looking into recently. You know, Minting Miracles, we will, uh, the, the, you know, Minting Miracles will suggest charities and your community will help suggest charities. You know, every month they'll vote on that. You know, there's contracts between, you know, more or less everybody involved kind of in Minting Miracles. We've, we're just about to artist call stuff, a Genosis wallet, which will be a multi-signature wallet. So no one person can take any funds out of that wallet without other um, other signatures being placed on that from, you know, other people who are kind of listed, basically effectively as trustees. Um, Constitution Dow did the same thing. We believe that also adds an extra layer of safety. I personally, the founder, have been doxxed you know, for, forever, basically, you know, for every year, two years, you know, my face is, you know, when you search up Young Invest from Google, Young Investor 2, my face is everywhere. You know, um, I'm sure it's not hard to track down where I live if you really wanted to. Um, you know, I think people do trust us for that as well, you know, you know, I really do thank everyone who's supported me along the way. You know, I, I, I really do thank for that trust. And yeah, I think there's there's definitely an element of trust which comes with it. We'll be giving the holders a choice for every single month. They can go on snapshot.org, see which charities are there for which the holders have suggested. And once we may found for our philanthropic advisor, who's worked for the Gates Foundation for over eight years, and then they'll be able to vote on you know, which ones they want. And then they'll be free, uh, which are chosen, 100% sold. They'll be one each one, so free every single month for two years to charity. Now, I'm, I'm sure you're aware you've been in the space for a while that when you hear cryptocurrency or NFTs and charity, people tend to think of scams and drug pulls. Um, is that pretty much why you decided to go the doxed approach and let people know exactly who you are? So you actually have a face to doing what you're doing. Yeah, totally. You know, before this, I've been very active in kind of a stock world. You know, I've interviewed you know, many people on my YouTube channel. My face is everywhere, you know. I didn't even need to be doxxed. I was already doxxed. I've been doxxed from the very beginning. You know, everyone's always known my identity. Um, and I also believe at the end of the day, you know, I think the stigma, the problem which comes with, you know, a charity-based collection is, you know, I've seen to this day, even a few weeks ago when I saw another collection launch, it means only 500. But they, the, the basis of giving to charity seems to be 25%. It's a charity-based collection. I'm giving 25% to charity. In my opinion, it's ridiculous. They are not a charity-based collection. It is basically very greedy people Taking a lot, a lot of money. You're only giving 25% to charity. We're giving, I believe, it's around 63%, so, you know, over 60% to charity. The rest is for, you know, the whole five, six person team. And, you know, the developers, the artists, you know, uh, everything which comes with a project. Yeah, we were talking about that prior to you coming into the room where um, 
you know, you have to really see, in order to have trust, you have to see where these funds are being allocated. I mean, you, you might be, let's say you donate, for example, $100 to a charitable organization. How much of that 100 is going to where it's really saying it's going to go? I understand that there's such things as like overhead. You do have people that are on the payroll that do have to get paid. But other than that, everything else should be going to the to the end goal. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't really think about when they donate to a charity. Where where is all of these funds going? So do you have do you have like a set allocation page of how, what percentage is going to go where and to exactly where it's going to yeah. go? Okay. So all the charities, you know, we chose them kind of by the holders. Um, in regards to sixty three percent given to charity, you know. In the future, um, at a hundred percent, so we'll be holding community elections. Uh, so you'll be able to like um, vote for your different members of our community to have certain roles, you know, which would which would be paid. But you know, I wouldn't expect it to be much overheads in terms of sixty three percent. You know, we're basically giving you know, ninety five percent of that basically to charity, which will be in our community wallet. The rest will be to those leadership positions if we get to a hundred percent sold. You know, I think we the the founders won't be paid. Over the course of the course of the two years when the donations are made, also we'll get some. You know, um, once the project you know has sold, but after that we will we won't be taking any money out of the project. Sixty three percent will be will be all to the project for its entirety. You know, apart from those team members which will be members of the community, which the community pick, a hundred percent sold. Apart from that, a hundred percent of those funds will be going to charity over the course of two years. The beauty of the model is, you know, I'm sure you'll you'll probably ask this question. You know, what's the difference, you know, between donating to charity, you know, buying Minty Miracles and FT into that, I would say. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to give 100% to charity, you know, you're much better. You you, you can do that, you know. I can't say 100% of, you know, 100% of the mid price we go to charity because it's not, we have expenses, such as your dev and the artist, etc., etc. But I think the beauty of the Minty Miracles model is if I'm in Turkey and there's this place, you know, it's hospital, you know, whatever that may be, and there's somewhere which really needs money. I can go to my community, I can go to the Minty Miracles community and tell them, we've already had this with some other members, uh, with some of these amazing charities which have been suggested that we're looking into right now, that this charity you know, might need, well, might be needing funds. They're a fantastic local charity, doing so much good. And you know, when I go and donate uh, $100, let's say, um, you know, that's $100 to help. But you know, if I can go to the Minty Miracles community as a holder and talk about this and Minty Miracles choose it, they get a four thousand dollar donation. Yeah, at the current Ethereum prices, you know, Wally is a three different charities. I think that's the beauty of it. It allows smaller charities as well, the smaller local ones you can come and suggest if you're a holder to really help make an impact in your local community as well. Have you had a specific problem contacting possible charities that you're gonna donate to as far yeah. as accepting cryptocurrency or is it going to have to be something where you're going to have to uh, switch the money over into like a USDT and then donate it uh, directly through like a check or something like that? Yeah, uh, we will be functioning as a normal uh, kind of uh, donation partner in one sense. We, be, we don't need to talk to the charities about donation because once that happens, you know, um, take, um, you know, take, take, you know, someone like um, Linda Gates, for example, you know, people like that. And they donate so much of their wealth to charity each year. And they, they only ask for an update once or twice a year. They don't actually you know, tell them, here's what I want my money spent. I want it spent here, 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 not here in your charity. You know, we're not going to be doing that. We're just going to make that straight donation. It does not have to accept cryptocurrency. We are more than happy to put it into USD. We have accounted for kind of the tax implications of that, you know, what our taxes would be um, at the current time at 100% sold, you know, at 50% and about 30%. 
Um, so, you know, we're well aware of, kind of the tax implications of that. We, we don't have to accept um, cryptocurrency for us to donate. We, we will donate to all charities as long as, you know, they're uh, obviously vetted so we can make sure they are legitimate. Graf, you have a quick question for young investor? Yeah, man, can you hear me okay? We hear you fine, go ahead. Oh, good, man. Uh, first of all, young investor, uh, props to you, mate. Uh, you might be able to tell from my accent I'm from the northeast of England. Uh, sometimes it can be quite a tricky accent to understand. Uh, I just want to say I've got a daughter only three years younger than you and Wow, if she could uh, have the drive that you've got at your age, I would be uh, more than more than proud, mate. Uh, if I can just really briefly, quickly mention, um, I, I, I also run, run a project for charity. I've openly doxed myself. My name's Simon Hedrington, children's author and stand-up comedian. Done a, um, a project with uh, the former world heavyweight boxer, Frank Bruno, a uh, free project about children's mental health in picture book form, um, free access to anyone in the world. But now, I, I, recently, I've became disabled. Um, so I started a project uh, in September called the Graph Giraffe Gang. Basically, it's uh, hand-drawn NFTs by myself and other disabled artists. And every NFT that's sold, the money that's raised from each NFT goes straight to that particular artist um, and all the royalties goes back to that artist. We also have had guest artists um, do design rafts. Basically, there's a template of a, of a, of a giraffe. called We call them rafts and anyone can come and graffiti one. Um, and the guest artists, their work goes to auction and that money is put aside for the Disabled Artists Hardship Fund which is a fund where anyone can hit us up if they're struggling, if they can't pay their bills, can't afford to buy food, because obviously that shouldn't happen in this day and age. Um, so that's what we're doing. Um, and basically, young investor, I would love to um, hit you up via DMs if that's okay and have a chat, because at the moment, we're just a team of disabled artists who are really, really bad at marketing and pushing our project forward. I've, I've invested so much money in uh, people trying to shill the project and grow the project. And so far, the results have been very limited. Um, so I'm struggling on that front. Um, once again, love what you're doing. Uh, I would love to speak to you further if that's something that would be cool. Yeah, totally. You know, firstly, you know, thank you for the support. Super interesting project where you've going there. So, you know, I believe if I'm right on this, you know, um, I'm a disabled artist and I create responsible NFT work and then all those proceeds you know, go to me, you know, hit me up on my DMs. I'm more than happy to give you a little bit of advice, you know, non-financial advice on kind of your marketing. But yeah, you know, I found, I believe a lot of these influencers which you pay, you know, with 100,000 followers. And, you know, I use this in measurement. You know, I follow more or less everybody who's big in the NFT space. And if I look at 100,000 page in London, follow it, you, you know it's not legit. You know it's just bots. I think you ought to be very careful, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, hit me up on my DMs, you know, I'll try and help you out to the best I can. Oh, that is super appreciated, man. Like I say, yeah, we, we have paid um, various Twitter accounts, uh, done giveaways, give give so much away. Also, um, had people in Discord to grow our Discord. And, yeah, the, the results that we've yielded haven't been great. 
But I just also want to quickly want to say we've, we've had, uh, we've got Andrew from Maxi Infinity supporting the project. We've got Julian from the Sandbox now on board. Um, we're hoping to get some other big guys on board because they, they, they really like the, the, the different kind of artists, the art concepts and the idea behind the fact that it's a, a, a project that pays directly towards disabled artists and artists with mental health. So we're always looking for more artists to jump on board and join the project. But more importantly, we desperately need help with marketing and some kind of business savvy people as we are just um, introverted artists uh, who sometimes struggle with the business side of the world. But that's much appreciated, mate. I'll definitely send you a DM and thank you again. Yeah, thank you. You know, 100%. I can't say, you know, I've got uh, most time my hands, but, you know, I'm more than happy to, you know, give you some bit, you know, some ideas you can work on, you know, some ways you can, um, you know, market. You know, I think it's all kind of what you're about. You know, I hate your DMs about it. It's all about what kind of your goals are. I'm honest, you know, you haven't done a bad job, you know. You're at 1.8 thousand Twitter followers, you know, very, very respectable number. You know, not many people, you know, are at 1.8 thousand you're at 1.2 thousand Discord members as well. Yeah, you know, just from a quick look, you know, I think it's about more your engagement, you know, I believe is kind of where you're aiming at. So yeah, I think that'd be kind of your main thing. But yeah, hit me up in DMs and I'll give you some free advice, free advice. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of advice. Hang around, hang around after the AMA as well and get in contact with me and we'll, we'll set up an AMA with you too, Ralph, all right? Oh, much respect, guys. Much love. Thank you very much. It's just, uh, sincerely appreciated, guys. No problem, man. All right, so uh, so young investor, go, going back to what we were, we were talking about, what made you decide to mint on the Ethereum blockchain as opposed to another blockchain? Yeah, personally, Ethereum is my choice of blockchain. I'm a huge believer in Ethereum, despite the gas prices. In all the different um, issues which can come with it in general, I'm hoping Ethereum 2 and Layer 2 you know, really does solve a lot of those problems which many people face. For me, launching on Solana, launching on you, know, or even the Polygon network on Ethereum, for me, it never come across my brain. I believe that Ethereum is a place to be. I believe the biggest projects in the space will be on Ethereum. The biggest projects in the space are on Ethereum. You know, my project here on the Ethereum network, which is the thing I only transact on, I transact on Ethereum. Anyway, that's why I have that's why I have my project on there because I believe Ethereum is the number one place to be to reach your biggest market. I really do believe though, I will say stuff like Solana right now, yeah, it does have its niche if you're launching your project. Um it seems to be at the moment with something like Solana, um, you can if you market market it correctly, you can get a good few sales on it, you know, due to all the recent hype we've seen. But for me, Ethereum is the place to be. So uh, I see one of them's in the room right now. You got tied in with the guys from the Blue Chimps. Uh, how did you go about meeting up with these guys? And uh, did you did you meet them through uh, one of their Chimp Tank episodes? Yeah, you know, hey, hey Samson. But um, yeah, Blue Chimps was an interesting thing for us. They had Shaquille O'Neal on their Twitter space. They did a space just after Shaquille O'Neal came on the space. You know, very famous person. Yeah, as you imagine, I believe he's got 15, uh, 15.6 million followers on Twitter. You know. Uh, one of the biggest names, you know, in the world, Shaquille O'Neal. So, you know, we're, um, I'm on, I'm on the Shaquille O'Neal space. You know, I'm into blue chimp. Is you know, Shaquille O'Neal's on this space. You know, I, I mint when I have a bit of FOMO. I come this space after, so I minted. We minted. Me and my co-founder minted chimp six and sixteen. I got six, and there he got sixteen. So you know, we were super early, kind of in the blue chimp story. And I gone back to it space. You know, talked for a bit. I hit up the co-founder. NFT geeks and DMs after, and I just tell them about my project, you know, at that time, you know, I was more, you know, I just like making connections in the space.
face, you know, he asks, you know, would you like blue chips? You know, we love what you're doing. You know, we're looking for a young, young person to support uh, and become part of us. You know, we hop and call with them, you know, speak for a fair, a fair chunk of time. And his co-founder saw logistics. And yeah, we, um, blue chips gave us a sum of money and in return, each of the holders will get a free uh, minting miracles NFT each, which they'll be able to mint uh, for free uh, and not just pay the gas on it. So are your parents both involved in cryptocurrency or is this something that you just kind of branched off after you were doing stocks and uh, or how do your parents actually feel about you being involved in crypto? Totally. Um, my dad is in stocks and crypto and he actually got in after me. I actually persuaded him to you know, get, in the, uh, get in the stock market. He's got a little bit of crypto. You know, my parents are very, very lucky. You know, they're very, very supportive. I, I do mean that sincerely. You know, they let me have all the time, you know. I need to do all this kind of stuff, you know, I really do uh, appreciate them. You know, they've been absolutely wonderful, you know, very supportive parents, you know, I'm very lucky um, to have them, you know. I think, you know, for me, you know, you know, they, they always just give me support, you know, don't ask anything of me, you know. They just always give me support in everything I've ever done in my life, you know, when I was nine, I was like trading coins, you know, all that kind of, and all the stuff which came with that, I was like nine years old and I had like, um, I was just trading coins back and forth, you know, these little 50p coins I used to find and go down to the, um, post office with and like all kinds of, that's another story but yeah they, they've always been supporting everything i've done and yeah i think they just think it's you know quite cool you know and i'm very grateful for them to give me you know all the time i need to kind of go create awesome things like i'm minting locals so i saw that you're getting a, a little bit involved into the metaverse as well with this project on your discord it said something about an acquisition from properties nfts uh what's your plan with this and where is it going to go yeah for me the metaverse is a very interesting place we see nike you know, we see all these amazing brands get involved in the metaverse it's because of such a low cost involved i can go sell a metaverse piece of clothing as nike for 500 600 dollars i can sell a piece of nike a clothing or footwear for you know 50 60 bucks and i don't have to have any of the supply logistics involved in it and i think that's the beauty of kind of metaverse so many companies which are going to be getting involved and really spreading you know the world of the metaverse, you know, really getting more of their people involved. You know, I believe Sandbox is really the next era of kind of digital real estate. Um, Mintic Miracles acquired a properties NFT. You know, it's a beautiful um, kind of tower, which we're acquiring. We'll have it in the 6x6 plot of the Sandbox, uh, which properties NFT own. And we brought that as well. have a nice little building in there. Sandbox is kind of a little headquarters for us in the future, 100%. So we, we may be looking into possibly getting something a lot bigger kind of in the Sandbox. I believe the floor for getting involved in the Sandbox is about three point three ETH last time I checked this morning if you want to buy a piece of land. So you're more of a sandbox kind of guy than a decentralized kind of guy? Yeah, I'm actually yeah, I I'm not, I'll be honest, I haven't really played much, but you know, I'm kind of more of a sandbox guy. For me, you know, I just it, it's not necessarily a huge kind of thing. I hate the central land. I really I feel like just in general sandbox is kind of a, uh, just more kind of um well, a bit more popular, you know, I, I, I like what they're doing there. I feel like sandboxes is a going really cool direction, you know, they've, had, they've also been very well in kind of communicating with influencers and, you know, having, you know, people like Snoop Dogg involved, you know, Cosmo Democracy, you know, uh, my eyes, sandbox is kind of place I want to be, a bit like Ethereum. All right, so we're going to run through the roadmap real quick. Um, I really don't want to keep you too long. You said you had some plans later, so we're, we're going to go rapid speed. You ready? Lightning round. So 10%, um, 10% of your sales, once you once you sell through 10% of your project, you're going to airdrop uh, 10 Charity League heroes to holders. Uh, how does your selection process work here? Yeah, we'll be using a randomizer. Our developers are very good with them. Everything with randomization, we've got a special randomizer, which we're going to be making. 
which was released this year, Heaven Falls Rebirth this year. It'll all be filmed in the issue of transparency for everybody to see who the winner will be. So yeah, we're going to have a, a kind of randomizer to be streamed live. Ten, uh, the three thousand NFCs, you know, one to three thousand, and one random uh, ten or random numbers will be picked, and we'll be giving them ten charity league heroes. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, at 25%, you're going to do a 4ETH donation um, based on your partnered projects charity of choice. Uh, yes. Who are, who are some of the partners that you have involved and um, how'd you go about collaborating with them? Yes. Um, my co founder, Chris, he has uh, got an amazing connection with these wonderful people called the Plotty Polar Bears. They are one of the biggest Turkish, they're, they're basically the biggest Turkish um, NFT project, and we were able to set up a wonderful collaboration with them. Uh, I'm going to paste that to kind of the, the top of our uh, screen for everyone to see that and kind of collaboration we did. We gave away over 150 whitelist spots. This project they are notoriously hard, I will say, to get some sort of collaboration with us. So very, uh, you know, Chris put a lot of time for an effort for them. You know, they're unlike unlike a lot of projects. They really, you know, helped us out. You know, we're loyal and helped us out where with that. So very grateful to Frosty Polar Bears, and we'll be uh, donating an amount to possibly uh, the Polar Bear Foundation to help Polar Bears and Af- um, sorry in Antarctica, um, and we're going to be looking for other projects, so we currently also partner with Secret Society of Wales, um, which we did give away with on their, um, in their kind of Discord, which is also amazing, so we're looking to make a donation to possibly save the Wales or something like that, and now I believe, you know, partnering with these projects and giving that donation really creates a long-term partnership with these projects, and, you know, makes makes everyone happy, you know, it's not just a giveaway, it's not just, you know, it's not just a giveaway, it's actually creating a partnership with these projects and a relationship. Are you getting royalty percentages into your NFT in order to have a uh, continuous flow of money back into these charities? In your yes. Community? What's yeah. the percentage that you're going to be building in? Yes, there's a, we'll be royalty will be set by percent. Part of the agreement with the developers is a certain percentage that will actually just go to developers you know, as part of our contract. But apart from that, it's 100% the rest of the royalties will go directly into Community Wallet. And then hopefully we can continue this trust with donations, build that all up over the course of two years. And continue to date even further with two than two years, those royalties. Do you have any type of strategy to increase your floor? Yeah, I believe um, at the end they were charity based. You know, we're not going to be one of the projects which is all floor orientated. I don't believe that's a mission this project, and I don't believe that should be the focus. Our focus should be helping people with charity. I believe at the end of the day, you know, who wouldn't want to be involved in you? Know, it's a charity based project. I do believe it kind of speaks for itself. You know how we market it, of course, in the future. In our community elections, we'll be looking to bring on a head of marketing that our community will vote, or the community will suggest. So, yeah, we will be most probably at 100% still bringing the head of marketing, uh, a passionate member of our community. But, yeah, I think our focus, you know, isn't the floor. It's about giving back and really helping people. At the 50% mark, you're going to start donating. Um, it's a 5 ETH donation to educational charities. How important do you think it is that blockchain technology, NFTs, and cryptocurrency gets incorporated into our educational system throughout the world. Yeah, you know, I think it's hugely important, you know. Uh, something like, um, I believe it's overlooked, you know, crypto in Africa, you know, can really help a lot, a lot of people because you don't need to be in a certain location, you know. There's no restrictions, kind of borderline, to create an Ethereum wallet, to create a crypto account at kind of the end of the day. And I also believe, you know, I will be clear, we're not just focusing with that five, with that donation over $20,000 at Ethereum prices. It won't just be to blockchain. It won't be, most probably will not be to a blockchain kind of education. We actually want to help people, you know. The cycle of poverty is, you know, it's, you know, the housing, it's the education, there's the kind of healthcare. 
it's kind of this a circle of poverty, you know, which keeps people in poverty. When you break it with kind of the education side, you give donations to uh, help these educational charities break one of the cycle, which is keeping people in poverty, allows people to really better themselves and, you know, get out of poverty. I was watching an interesting video of Bill Gates talking about that today himself and on another uh, YouTube channel. See, I think that's quite important. It's really about breaking the cycle of poverty. You know, I believe education is one of the key things to do that. I believe education, when you give people education, allows them to you know, get a job, you know, get a better job, you know, really better themselves. And I think that's breaking the poverty cycle. At 75%, you're going to be releasing your merchandise store. Uh, what type of merchandise offerings are you going to have for the holders? And are only holders going to be uh, exclusive to buying this merchandise? I know 100% of it's going to be um, the proceeds are going to be reintroduced into the community. Can somebody that's not a holder buy one of these pieces of merchandise? Yes. So we are actually already basically kind of secured our merchandise partner. If we do go to 75% sold, our co-founder Chris, you know, got some uh, little merchandise brought today. I got some hoodies. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely have to live on that. You know, the designs will be spotted on one on one special designs exclusively for those 1,000 t-shirt bags, uh, you know, hoodies, etc., etc. We a limited drop. There'll be any more after that. There'll be no more. The same design after that drop. And yeah, we're still deciding on whether it's going to be to holders. I'm expecting it will be to holders only to be able to get our merchandise. But yeah, right. you know, I do believe you know merchandise is an extra form of revenue to boost our community wallet and boost our charitable donations. And 100% of those proceeds will go to charity to our um, charity, you know, community wallet. And then finally, at the uh, the sellout point, once everything sells, you're going to be establishing your community leaders. What exactly does this entail for people and? Um, are you going to be doing some sort of community hierarchy with this person's in charge of this, this person's in charge of that? How is that going to work? Yeah, we have some amazing community members right now. And, you know, I feel if a community member put a job, most, most probably be part-time, there'll be different roles. For example, somebody's head of marketing, somebody's head of community relations, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We'll decide that with our holders. You know, there'll be certain set responsibilities, you know, for people who are, you know, traders and buyers, obviously we'll do an interview process with them. You know, holders will, you know, uh, talk about you know who they want, and we'll kind of uh, put nominations in. Do you have any intentions to incorporate some sort of gaming aspect into this eventually? We are definitely looking at sandbox. Um, sandbox land is three point three ETH right now, I believe, or free for whatever it was last time I checked. You know, it's definitely gonna be affordable for affordable for us at one hundred percent sold. You know, right now it's not number one priority, but definitely gonna be exploring avenues with that in the future. Let's say somebody goes and they, um, let's say they purchase one of one of your NFTs, and two months down the road they decide that they're going to sell it on a secondary market, and it gets purchased by somebody else. Does the new purchaser of that specific NFT lose their governance vote? Does it get burnt, and uh, do do they lose privileges, or do they inherit the privileges of the original owner? They inherit the privileges. The original owner who sold will no longer get those privileges to be able to vote on what charities they want um, for us to donate to. They won't be burned. And when you buy one off our secondary market, you know, obviously I believe burning it would make no secondary market. Like at all, there'd be no point for somebody to buy a collection. Um, yeah, you would, if you buy on secondary market, you will then, then get those voting privileges. You'll be able to put those charity forward, uh, put this charity forwards, uh, forward to our community. That's awesome. So do uh, do any other kids in your school 
are, are any other kids at school involved in NFTs or is are you pretty much like the uh, the OG pioneer of your school right now? The OG, the OG, the OG. So when you try to explain to people what you're doing in, in your school, do they kind of look at you like, what's what's this guy talking about? People know what NFTs are in, in schools, believe it or not. It's because of TikTok. The TikTok trends, the screenshotting NFTs is viral. People actually know what an NFT is in my school. I don't need to explain to them. They have a very bare minimum understanding, but they actually understand what it is. There's, uh, you know, I was, I was framing their mind, you know, a stupid pixel pixel picture selling for, you know, a ton of money, which I can just screenshot. There's little memes on my screen. People talk about screenshotting NFTs, you know. It's more widely known than you would think. Way more widely known. One month ago, nobody even knew what it was. Two months ago. But now everyone knows because of TikTok. And that is kind of, be- that is what shows social media has done. Crazy thing about it is once kids your age really start getting into this space and they start really getting some traction, they're going to be the breadwinners in their family. They're going to be making crazy amounts of money, more money than their parents. I, I, I just think that's so exciting. Yeah, um, 100%. Oh, my God, I've made, yeah, I've made a good amount of money you know, in the NFT space. Um, yeah, it definitely makes, you know, it kind of, it makes you, you know, interesting you know, how kind of how it's happened you know, in terms of wealth, you know, the FT space right now is in the cycle um, that, you know, people can make an absolute ton of money. Uh, when the market's not more bullish, you can launch a 10,000 collection and it'd be pretty bad. You can launch a pretty bad 10,000 collection and you're going to sell out. And the market's made a lot more difficult now. But, you know, the, the because of the way the FT market is, it's made for extraordinary wealth to be gained by people to make life, life-changing money. Well, that's what I, I always stress. You know, the wealth allocation in the world is going to change a lot because now people in poorer countries where they didn't have an opportunity to get schooling at a young age, and let's say they had to go into the workforce at your age or even younger to help support their family. Now they could go and they could sell a few NFTs for, you know, 0.3, 0.2 ETH, and the next thing you know, they're supporting their family for a month. So things are really going to start changing up very soon. And I'm glad that we have pioneers like you that are really showing kids your age, like, look what I could do. I, I have the strength to do something. I could help my family. I may not be uh, somebody that's good to work in the coal mine or something like that, but I could do something on here and make a difference. Yeah, 100%. You know, the NFT space, there's no borders. You know, for where you are in the world, there's no borders. You know, that's the beauty of crypto. You don't need to be in New York. You don't need to be. In you know whatever place you can do it all online, and I think that's beautiful space. Yeah, a lot of times, like you know, when people wanted to make it, they would have to go and fly to Los Angeles or to Hollywood, you know, yeah. and you would pursue a career in let's say whatever you want to do because you had to go to a major city. Now, somebody that's in the middle of nowhere that has only satellite internet could actually make a huge, a huge ton of money, you know, sitting in their mountain village with uh, spotty electricity. Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, I believe in general with the youth, you know, it's quite hard for a lot of people to get involved in space, you know, due to the gas, but I'm hoping Layer 2 brings that down and makes it a lot more accessible for people to get into the NFT space. So have you done any community giveaways or are you thinking about doing any community meetups with your with your holders? Yeah, we are, yeah, we are planning to in real life meetups. Um, we do a lot of giveaways. We do, we give away $300, $400 a day in our Discord. Different invite challenges, different just flash giveaways we give away, whitelist spots we give away, heroes. You know, it's thanks to Blue Chimps we have that, you know, uh, financing to be able to do an insane amount of giveaways. So join the Discord, 
we have given away over ten thousand dollars worth of prizes already. Our pre-sale party will be insane. You know, if you mint during pre-sale, you get the opportunity to win a Deadfellas NFT. Four, there's a chance with five thousand dollars in ETH, ten fluffy polar bears, and ten secret society wolves. That'll be all to the people who only mint in the pre-sale. So we lucky. We are lucky to have the financing. Um, you know, we'll give away t- over ten thousand dollars worth of prizes in a pre-sale party. Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. A lot of value going away to the people that uh that believed in the early project. Um, yeah, 100%. What type of career do you want to pursue once you finish up your schooling? You know, who, who, you know, whatever, you know I, I don't see myself. You know, I would like to kind of work for myself. You know, that's kind of you know how I rock. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's all kind of, you know, up when I leave school at the end of the day, I'm only 13. So uh, I haven't really planned that far yet. That's cool. I think it, I think it's important that you have to be a kid too. Keep that in mind. I know you're getting into business early, but you have to enjoy your life too. And you, 100%. You know, that's that's a really important thing. But I, I really do admire the, what you're doing, and uh, you know you have a good head on your shoulders, and you're you're doing something that's really admirable that a lot of people, you know, don't know how to do. They don't have the direction to do it, and uh, more importantly, they don't have the heart to do it. So I just want to I want to thank you for coming out here and talking to us. Um, if anybody has any questions for Young Investor, feel free to shout them out. If you're in the box here, if you want to give a shout out or if you want to come up here, uh, just raise your hand and I'll get you up here. Yeah, totally. You know, I've got a few minutes left. You know, if you want to ask some questions, you know, here's the time. And But yeah, you know, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No questions? No comments? No, I don't think there is anyone. All right. Um, so... Uh, how are you with Etherscan, and uh, is your dev teaching you how to code? Yeah, so in a sec, uh, after this call in a few minutes, we're gonna be setting up a Genosis wallet. Um, Etherscan, you know, thing we I use Etherscan all the time you know, for sending people transaction hashes. Um, I'm not a great coder myself, I will say. I do try to understand it a lot. I feel like it's very important to understand. You know, very important. You know, understand what people are saying to you. And, you know, not just wander around you know, in your head. You know, it's important to take everything in. That the only way you'll be successful in this space, you have to take it all in because there is so much information being consumed. You know, so many different things happening. But yeah, you know, a thing we use Etherscan for is, you know, unlike a lot of projects, you know, a lot of projects send prizes out weeks after we send them out. Within like, as soon as we get the address, we send out prizes which you know, people have won. You know, I think that's also served as well in terms of our marketing. Um, I know. Um, uh, draft uh, draft gang, you know, we'll talk about mar- uh, asking about marketing, you know. Also, you know, when you do send prices, send it out immediately. Don't wait. I've had problems, you know, I've been stupid enough to do that in the past. Don't wait. Just send it out when they win it. Send it out to them. When you get address, send, send, send. Because that it gives people such trust because they know you'll send the prizes which they actually win. So before we wrap up, uh, once again, let everybody know when your public sale is going to be. Yeah, free sales on the 22nd, and the public sale should be on the 23rd. Okay, and is there anything that I've missed um, that you'd like to tell the people in the room here? No, I don't think there is. You know, I just want to thank everyone for coming and listening to me. Um, you know, I just really appreciate everyone, you know, everyone for all the support we've been given. It is insane, and I thank everyone so much from the bottom of my heart. Well, you got a really good head on your shoulders and you got a really good heart. And uh, I just want to wish you the best of luck. The project is uh, mintingmiracles.io. Um, the public and pre starting up very soon. So please check them out. 
Um, everything is going to legit charity organizations. And uh, yeah, if you want to do something good for this holiday season, go and buy an NFT. Uh, Zach, I want to thank you a lot. Uh, congratulations to your parents as well for raising such a, a young man. Yeah, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, oh, sorry, I cut out a bit then. Um, sorry, someone came to the room, but um, yeah, um, yeah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it, all these spaces. The community's been fabulous to me ever since I've gotten involved in this space, and I cannot describe my appreciation to every single person. I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. You know, I really do appreciate everyone. Thanks a lot, Zach, and, and good luck, and uh, I wish you luck with the rest of your day uh, with whatever you're doing. I know you had to rush out of here, so uh, thank you again.